to inthebible.com where we tell everybody the truth about God's word, expose the devil for the lies he tells, and even mentor people one-on-one in a closer relationship with Jesus Christ. Stay tuned for a very special segment on inthebible.com. Well, on endofbible.com, we're going to talk about a subject that most people don't like to talk about. It's a hush-hush sound. It's something that we don't mention to our family, our friends. We don't even mention to our loved ones. And sometimes we even deny ourselves. And that subject is abuse. Yeah, let me let that sink in. The word is abuse. Yes, it's in the Bible. But if we wanted to get very practical with it, it's the way people misuse their their power that they have over someone. It's the bad effect that it happens to someone else when we take advantage of other people. It's the improper use of the power that you have. Some people could call it exploitation. Others would call it maltreatment. But for the sake of this recording, we're just going to call it abuse. Now, abuse is a topic that most folks will not talk about. Whether it's something that lies long ago in our past or something that we or our friends may be dealing with currently right now in this day and age. Personally, it brings up lots of bad memories and individuals just really don't want to be faced with what memories it's going to bring to them if they were the victim. If you were the person who was the abuser, oftentimes you make yourself feel better by saying, I didn't do that. Or you deserved it if you had not have done X, Y, or Z. So abuse can come out and affect people in many, many ways, whether it's the victim or it's the abuser. Their responses are things that can be damaging to people around them. But what does God say about abuse? God says that if you are a victim of it, you know, you need to be able to talk about the shame that happens when it happens, when it affects you. He doesn't want any of us to be ashamed. He wants our eyes to be open and he wants us to be clean and very pure. And we must keep in mind that when whatever type of abuse it was, whether it was physical, mental, emotional, sexual, whichever one it happens to be, the abuse itself will tell the person lies. The victim and the abuser. The victim, I deserve this. The abuser will say, you deserve this. So either way, it'll tell a lie to the person. It'll even tell the person that was abused, you're unworthy. You deserve whatever you got. Now, for our victims, we need to remember that God longs to crush everything the enemy has ever said about that. And the gospel covers this in several different scriptures to help us get past what abuse came to us. 
if you were to turn in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 17, it says, This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone, a new life has begun. We can't let that old way continue to run rapid in our mind and we just believe we're the worst thing on this side of heaven or that you deserve whatever came your way. No, that is the enemy attacking your heart, attacking your mind, attacking your spirit, whatever way it can in order to stop you from progressing forward and knowing that you are a victor. You are not someone who has to allow yourself to just be subject to feeling you deserve the abuse that comes your way. Nobody deserves to be treated wrongly, misused in a way that would uplift the power of someone else. That is not what God wants for us. Not at all. He doesn't want us to walk around and believe that it's okay for individuals to hit us, to black our eyes, to rape us, to make us feel unworthy or talk bad or talk down to us. That is not what the Bible will want for us at all. Our Jesus is a loving and kind individual who wants us to be free from all and any abuse that has come our way. We have to remember that the Lord himself experienced and suffered a lot of abuse. We know this because in Psalms 22, in verses 7 and 8, it says, Everyone who sees me mocks me. They sneered and shake their heads, saying, Is this the one who relies on the Lord? Then let the Lord save him. The Father goes on in Psalms 22 and 16. It says, My enemies surround me like a pack of dogs. An evil gang closing in on me. They have pierced my hands and feet. Remember, Jesus understands the abuse you've been through. It sometimes can feel lonely. That nobody understands and nobody cares about what you've been through. That's the time we need to make sure we call on Jesus and let him know. You know what? I need your help. I know you suffered this like I suffered it. I'm walking through it, but I don't know what to do. Well, in Psalms 142, all the way down from verse 1 all the way to 7, the Lord wants you to cry out to Him. It says, I cry out to the Lord. I plead for the Lord's mercy. I pour out my complaints before Him and tell Him all my troubles. Every single one. Not some of my troubles. All of them. God wants to know everything going on with you. When you're overwhelmed and you're alone and know the way... I should turn. Wherever I go, my enemies have set traps for me. Call on Jesus. Call him. Let him know that you need his help. That you want to feel better than what you currently feel now. 
if you are somebody who's been abused, here's some words of encouragement to comfort you. Remember our God who is sovereign over the past. Because some of us have memories that come up. Some of us have scents, smells, environment that will trigger this abuse that happened to us. You can call on Jesus and he will help you. Psalms 103 verses 3 through 11 says, He forgives all my sins and heals my diseases. He redeems me from death and crowns me from love and tender mercy. He fills my life with good things. If you this happened as a kid, remember, he says, My youth can be renewed like an eagle. The Lord gives righteousness and justice to all who are treated unfairly. So, if you were a victim that got abused sexually, if you were the one who got beat by a person, mom, dad, guardian, someone older than you, even a sibling, God says, He got you. He'll take care of you. He reveals his character to Moses and his deeds to the people of Israel. The Lord is compassionate and mercy, but he is slow to get angry and filled with unfailing love. He will not constantly accuse you. So whenever you're feeling those feelings and hearing, oh, it's your fault, oh, you shouldn't have thought like this, you shouldn't have dressed like that, you shouldn't have been that way, that's the enemy accusing you. And God also don't remain angry, angry at us. He doesn't punish us for the sin. He does not, he does deal harshly with us as we deserve. For his unfailing love toward those who fear him is great as the height of the heaven above the earth. God has got it. All we gotta do is let God in and let him do what he do best, which is comfort us, touch us in our heart, mind, and soul and spirit. And let him be there for us. He is our refuge. And God will protect you. You just gotta let him. You don't have to go back to the abusive situation you find yourself in. Pray and ask God. He says in his word, he will always give you a way of escape. Take it. Don't feel bad that you took it. Do it to safety. If you have somebody who's talking down to you, go ahead and let the Lord speak to you about what to say so that person can stop cutting you down to a level that is beyond you. If it's a person of an authority, a teacher, if it's a police officer, if it is a pastor, you need to say, God, give me the words because he's your protector and not be afraid to speak up on these situations. In Psalm 17, 8 and verse 9, it says, Guard me as you would guard your own eyes. Hide me in the shadow of your wings. Protect me from the wicked people who attack me for the murderous enemies who surround me. So ask God to protect you. Ask God to be there for you so that the enemy can stop beating you up mentally, physically, emotionally, in your heart, mind, and soul. God got it. 
And in Isaiah 25 and 4, it says, But you are a tower of refuge to the poor, O Lord, a tower of refuge to the needy in distress. You are a refuge from the storm and a shelter from the heat. For the oppressive acts of the ruthless people are like a storm beating against the wall. God got it. He'll protect you through anything, but you have got to allow him to do it. You can always have a brand new day, a good future. Yes, I know that you got constant memories that that haunt you and, and bother you on a regular basis. But you can hope for a future. You can hope for one that is filled with not all this torment that the enemy has brought into your life. No more pain be in your life. God will take away all of those situations. Every single one. It's like a boy. He won't allow them to overcome you anymore. On that great, great day, even now, we just ask the Lord, come in and please help me. But be careful that you walk in forgiveness no matter who it is that has done you wrong. sometimes we walk around and we are harboring and upset and angry and mad. But you gotta ask for forgiveness. God will walk away the tears. God will make it no pain no more, but we just gotta let it. We look at that pain will go away in Revelation 21 verses 1 through 4. It says, Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and the sea was no more. And I saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Behold, the dwelling place of God is with me, is with man. He will dwell with them, and they will be his people, and God himself will be with them as their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain anymore, for the former things have passed away. They're gone. You don't have to be there no more. You don't have to let that run your life anymore you know you're not the only one there were people in the bible that also they were beat and abused and not treated right whether it was something people said or treated them bad we know we remember the story of Hagar that is in Genesis 16 where oh she was with a, a maiden girl and she was working for Sarah and she wasn't treated right because of the fact that Sarah had a whole complex. We got to look at those people who got their own complexes and they are abusing us because of that. But she was treated wrong. But God allowed her to have peace when he separated her from the situation she found herself in. And he says, go back to that situation. It'll get better. Same way with us. If we allow God to intervene in the situation, it'll get much better. It'll help us go forward. But if we don't allow him to be a part, it may not work out the way we think it's going to work out. Some practical things we can put in place. If you're being abused by somebody, 
you might want to go tell. Confession is good for the soul. You want to also make sure you got some type of safety plan that's in place with the person you done told so they know what's going on and they can help you. When you need to make that call, when that person hits you again or sexually abuse you again, or at least attempt to, if not, follow through with them if they didn't get what they wanted. So make sure you got a safety plan in place. That somebody can call, cold words, something. So that when you're talking, they know what's going on. Find a safe space to be able to record what's going on. Record the dates. Record the times. Have some type of message system set up that somebody can keep track of what's going on with you. And if it's continually happening, you might want to pray about leaving the situation. Go seek some shelter somewhere where you can sleep and rest and know that you're going to be alright. Then, you need to start journaling your situation and praying for you to have a forgiven heart. That was on that person is not on you anymore because it will transfer from one person to the next if we allow it to. And pray for the individual that they get healing too. Because people that abuse people don't abuse them because it's fun. Sometimes they're dealing with things themselves that they they own little demons that they have. But when you journal, make sure you write in your prayers for you and all those people and allowing a scripture that would help you through the situation to be included. And if you just really can't just do it on your own, which I don't want to make nobody do it on their own, find some biblical counseling, a physician if you need be, to help you through this tough situation in your life because the enemy the one thing he wants is for us to let it replay over and over and over in our mind and us not be able to say God can handle this but my God can handle anything remember you can talk to God about any problem you got all you gotta do is just speak to him. In Hebrews 4 and 16, it says, Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. If you are an abuser and you're having trouble with taking your hands off of the person you're dealing with or loving on, you need to ask God for help. He'll, he'll help you. That's the same way for the people who's going through. Call on the name of Jesus and Jesus will make a difference in your life and he will give you the healing that you need or the strength to stop that behavior. I pray all of you who know that you are in a victim situation really go and seek the help you need. 
David prayed, he got help. Many folks around you have prayed and they've gotten help. Expose the enemy for what's going on. Seek help and allow God to help you. Don't fall in love with the abuser and not decide to get yourself some help and your abuser some help. Because that's going to be pivotal in being able to walk out of this abusive situation, whether it's mental or emotional, in a way that will help your mind and their mind. But if you can't remember anything else, remember Christ suffered on the cross for you. And he's been through it. And so you're not alone. And he can help you through it. You just got to ask him for it. Father God, I do thank you for all the people under the sound of my voice that may be dealing with abuse. Whether it's mental, whether it's emotional, or physical abuse. I'm asking God that the individual have a divine encounter with God. One that they'll never ever forget. Heal them from the top of their head to the soldiers to their feet. All of my victims. So that they are not walking around in hate and unforgiveness. But Lord, you're filling all of them with mercy. We ask you to take away all the shame. And that's the same way for those who have been abusers. We pray that you get the help that you need. And you have no shame in going forward and asking and receiving the help to make you a better man or woman. And I saw this in my Father's precious name. Amen. Thank you for joining us on InTheBible.com. Until next time, study to show thyself approved, a workman that need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth.